welcome back to another episode of It's Mama's Turn. I'm so excited tonight because I have a very special guest, my older sister, joining me. Do you want to say hey? Hi. <laughs> How do you feel about being dragged onto this right now? Awkward. Awkward. Especially when we're sitting so close to each other. <laughs> we're practically in each other's laps. <laughs> But I'm really excited to have you here. It's nice having someone to bounce off. And we are going to be talking about all things untold truths, pretty much things that we learned along the way that we wish we knew sooner. A hundred percent. Because, you know, sometimes you just need to be way more prepared than we were. And luckily we have had a lot of experience between the three of us. I think we've experienced pretty much anything you possibly can. Yeah. Like NICU, you know, inductions, epidural, like all that sort of stuff, as well as heaps of motherhood things. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about on tonight's episode. It is currently, what, 7pm, we're in our jammies, and this is the sort of stuff you have to do when you've got kids, you have to put them to sleep first. So that's what we're doing. But before we get into that, I just wanted to ask you how you're feeling after last night. Pretty good, pretty Pretty good. good. We actually went (laughs) clubbing for the first time since having kids, so we have four and a half year olds. Yeah, four and a half year olds, mm-hmm. just over. So that's been four and a half years since we've been clubbing. I can't say I went clubbing when I was pregnant. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's been a bit longer than yeah. that. Last time we went clubbing, we were together. Oh, we would have been. And I was like 20. Yeah. Wow, and I'm 25. That's insane. I didn't actually feel that old last night, though. Like, I felt like I fit in pretty well. I didn't stand out like, oh, my God, that's a mum. Did you feel like that? No, definitely not. No, I feel like there was a good mix of people. Yeah, of age groups. Yeah, it felt good. And we just danced for so long. My feet were aching by the end of it. But it was a really good night. I had so much fun. We also thought we should give you our unsolicited review of Barbie. Oh my gosh, that is the worst movie I've ever watched. Horrible. Horrible. I don't know. I I liked it. It was a bit weird. Ken's weird. Kenneth. (laughs) I am Kenneth. That's a horrible slogan. I actually, I enjoyed it. I did not. I sat through the whole thing cringing. Wow. I don't know. I like movies like that, though. Like, I like corny movies, but I also really liked, like, the girl power vibes. But you were just like, nah. No. I looked, I I remember looking at you and you were just like, what is this? A hundred percent. I thought that from probably three minutes in and I went, I have made a huge (laughs) mistake coming here. I should have stayed at home and just met you guys out. (laughs) What did you expect? Like, what were you thinking it would be like? I think that I was expecting like a real life version of the Barbie cartoon. Like a oh, you know okay. how they move like animated movies into real world ones? Yeah. That's what I was expecting. I was not expecting like girl power. It's like... not no. It's not girl power. Girl like I feel like all it did was take the whole conversation around equality and just make it like flipped around so yeah. the guys were nothing like men were nothing and yeah. females were everything which is what we're trying to move away from so i just really didn't understand yeah fair yeah i get that so yeah what do you rate it out of 10 one if that one i would i will never in my life ever watch it again <laughs> and if anyone suggests oh we'll watch barbie tonight i will not be attending oh my god it i rate horrible. it like okay fair enough i rate it like 
A seven. A seven! <laughs> a seven? I actually enjoyed it. I thought Ken was a bit cringe, but that's it. Like, that's the only thing I didn't like. I genuinely enjoyed it. Wow, I am... But, yeah. Whoa, no words Well, I that. guess we're so different in yeah. that way. <laughs> Extreme. You don't like corny movies, I no, do. No, I don't like... <laughs> No, the I am Knuff just ruined it. Like, I might have given it a three, and after that jump up, I'm out. Like, you are God Knuff. That is so funny. I was like crying when you said that. I because had because like, I thought it shoot. said Kenneth. I thought, <laughs> Kenneth. I thought that he had changed his name to like because he didn't want to be Ken anymore. <laughs> And it took me until the movie finished for someone to explain to me that it said Knuff. Like, <laughs> Ken isn't enough. Oh. oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, there you go. There is our little review on the movie. If you haven't seen it, I hope you enjoy it. But, you know. Just buy a cheap ticket so you're not too yeah, disappointed. Yeah, we, we did pay for gold class. Yeah. But the food was good. The food was good. The arancini bowls were really they good. They were nice. So were the wedges. Do wedges oh, ever disappoint, though? What? There wasn't enough sour cream. Oh, there was not <laughs> enough sour cream. And I can't eat dry food, no. so that was a disappointment. I was like, the chips were too big to fit in the sour cream yeah, tub. because they were tiny little 10-cent piece sour cream <laughs> I was like, I was like, mate, I need, like, one of those big tomato sauce tubs. <laughs> yes. That's how much sour so, cream I need. Yeah. Okay, well... That's that. We've segued. But now we are going to actually enter into the official episode. I hope you love it. Let's get straight into it. Okay, so we wanted to discuss like untold truths, Mm -hmm. which pretty much means things that we weren't told about that are true when it comes to motherhood, pregnancy, labor birth, all those sorts of things. But before we get into that, I thought that maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about your pregnancy journey, maybe a little bit of labor and what's been going on for you in motherhood for the last four and a half years. All right. Sorry, that was like a lot to (laughs) dump on you. (laughs) That was a lot of questions in one go. But I have two children. So I have Alakai, who is the oldest, and then I have Talis. They're pregnancy journeys with both of them were so completely different and so unexpected. After going through Alakai's pregnancy, I thought that my second pregnancy would be pretty close and it was polar opposite. I felt like I knew nothing the second time around. I do think that if I had a third, which I will not be doing, but if Mm. I do have a third, um, like if I did fall pregnant with a third, I think that I would be able to handle pregnancy a little bit better because I've had two completely different experiences And what do you mean by different? Like what what was so different about them? Alakai's was pretty perfect. I didn't really, I didn't get any morning sickness at all. So lucky. I felt perfectly fine. The only sort of pregnancy symptom I had was that I developed a stutter and I think my brain. what? (laughs) I don't remember this. Yeah, I got a stutter. Like, it wasn't real bad, but like if I was tired, like after a day at work, 
I would come home and I would get stuck on words for ages to the point that Brad would walk away. <laughs> like he would just be like, come back to me when you know what you're saying. When you've stopped glitching. I, I like your malfunctioning and I can't, I can't deal with it. Um, what? So I developed a stutter. That was probably the biggest symptom I had with Alakai throughout the whole pregnancy. Yeah. Up until, so I finished work at um, 35 weeks Mm -hmm. and on the 36th week, I developed pups syndrome. So I did not even know this was a thing, honestly. Like I, people don't. And that's probably one of those. Even the doctor didn't. Wait, what? Like I went to three different doctors because, so pup, the first symptom of pups that I got was that I started getting quite itchy and I thought (laughs) that I had eczema or something along those lines. Yeah. I went to three different doctors and on the third doctor, he said, "Mm, this is a bit strange. You've had like the um, steroid creams and stuff that they had prescribed. It's not getting any better. He said, this might be a little bit out there, but maybe you've got pups. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I've never heard of pups. I don't know what it is. He said to Google it, like research it a bit and see if those symptoms matched what I was having. And they did. So with pups, it starts like obviously slow, but it gets worse and worse and worse. So I scratched myself to bleeding point. What the hell? I was in a... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I was in a blow up pool on our balcony that was filled with warm water and oats for like 23 hours of the day. I slept in that. The only time I got out of it was to go to the bathroom. Did it actually help? Um, it didn't help a hundred percent, but it, oh God, it was so much better than being out of the water. So like, how would you actually describe how it felt? Oh, like hell. Like, honestly, you're so... It's torture. Like, your whole body? Or your just so, whole body. From I hate my, being itchy. From my chin. From mozzies. Down to my toes. <laughs> what? Like, the bottoms of my feet when I stepped on them. It was, like, it was oh. hell. It was hell. I would never wish that upon my worst enemy. Like, it was torture. I'm surprised you got pregnant again. Weirdly, however the brain works, it wasn't something that I even focused on when I felt you pregnant. You weren't like stressed time. about it. No, I didn't even think about it, honestly, until someone mentioned it to me at like, it must've been about 12 or 16 weeks. They said, Oh God, have you had any signs of pups again? And then I was like, Oh my God, no, I haven't. If I get this again, I'm out. Like I can't do it. I ended up getting induced with Alakai because because of it. Yeah. I couldn't stand. I got to a point where I mentally, I did not care what the outcome was. I just needed Alakai out. Yeah. I couldn't deal with the itchiness anymore. Did it go away immediately? Yeah. So as soon as he came out, like literally as soon as I pushed him out and his body left me, you watched the rash just disappear and it was gone. I didn't itch again after that. Like within 15 minutes, it was done. That's so weird. so strange. That's so weird. But you didn't have it with Talus. No, I didn't have it at all with Talus. With Talus, I had morning sickness. I was nauseous up until 24 or 25 weeks. I could not stand the smell of any food Mm. at all. So we ate takeout the entire first part of my pregnancy. 
and all dry food. So mm. if it had a flavor that wasn't sugar, I could handle sugar. Yeah. Um, anything sweet and dry I could handle. So banana bread, I ate a lot of banana bread. Yeah. But even toast, like Vegemite on toast, like just gag straight away and then that was it. Like once you felt nauseous, you couldn't eat. Yeah. And did you ever actually vomit or was it just like intense? So I didn't vomit at all. It was just intense oh, that nausea. That constant feeling of going yeah. to vomit, though. Of sea legs. Like That's I worse. Was, yeah. Dizzy. I feel like getting yeah. it out is so much better and than I just... And I said fit. that the whole time. I was like, if I could just vomit. Like, I tried. To, yeah. Like, I made myself vomit, but it didn't get any better because my body didn't need to vomit. Yeah. And um, then it's, like, too forced. Ugh. But, yeah, that was, like... It was like having sea legs. Like, I was dizzy. I was nauseous i just couldn't focus or settle Mm. so i just felt horrible the end of the pregnancy was great though like i didn't really have that get him out feeling whereas i had definitely yeah and did you get induced i can't remember yes i I chose to get induced with telus yeah um each to their own i absolutely loved being induced same i like being in control yeah like one thing with my anxiety i like knowing Okay, this time this is happening. Yeah. And then we're going to turn it up. It's going to get more intense. But if it's too intense, you can turn it down. Yeah. You know, like things With like that. With the syntocin. With the syntocin, yeah. yeah. And like there's just so much control. I feel like every part, you just know what's coming. Yeah. I was always so stressed about like going into labor and like not having enough time to get to the hospital mm-hmm. or like being in the car. I was so anxious about things like that that I just liked going, okay. I'm going into the hospital at this time tomorrow. I'm having a baby and I don't have to leave again. I don't have to do any of the labor without medical professionals. That's how I thought of it. First time around, you obviously don't know what's going on though. No, no. Alakai's induction. That was was a stuff around. That was, so that was a four day thing. Yeah. I went in and they wanted to start with the balloon. Yeah. Um, he wasn't ready to come out. Obviously I needed to get him out for my mental health because I had really reached a point of being done because of the pups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went in at 38 weeks on the dot and they said, no, not happening. We're not inducing you at 38 weeks. You're going to have to push it out to 39. Mm -hmm. I like crawled across the line yeah. to 39 weeks i remember like seeing you like those days leading up because obviously i was when so deflated you were just like it wasn't even like you were in your body no it was just like don't talk to me like i don't want to talk about anything i just want to like wake up go to sleep so i can wake up the day after like yeah. it was just like get move this over yeah. Done with. yeah move through it like yeah and i definitely i definitely had shut down by that point because i was so done Mm. like itching yourself. I know it sounds so trivial, but when you are itching nonstop and you are covered in bleeding nail marks oh. because you just can't scratch the itch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is torture, but I crawled through to 39 weeks. Yeah, exactly. 39 weeks, went in at 9am, got the balloon put in that night, which was at... Uh, so did you... About, nothing happened the nothing whole day? Nothing happened all day. Is that because they were busy? Like, the, um, it but, was that mm. and they weren't really that keen on inducing me. So I think they were trying to... Drag like, it out. Yeah. But that's torture. Oh, waiting in the hospital and but just... You'd like, rather wait at home. Yeah. 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 
So they did like a stretch and sweep and an internal exam. A couple of hours later, they did another internal exam. And then a couple of hours later, they put the balloon in. Mm-hmm. So that was at the night. And then you obviously sleep with the balloon in. Yeah. Real uncomfortable. Oh, it's like it's like having period cramps. Was not a fan of it. But even like when you're watching the contractions on the monitor, they yeah. actually get so high from the balloon. Yes. Like hitting like a hundred. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. I'm like, here we go. But yeah, then, you're like, nah, this is actual labor. But it's all just false. Yes, it was nothing. It's just all cramping. It's, yeah, be prepared if you are getting the balloon. It is uncomfortable. Yeah. But they do offer you pain relief and I think sleeping tablets. Yes. Just get them. So you get them because you need the sleep beforehand. Codeine while you're pregnant, which is what they'll give you overnight yeah. to sleep. Just yeah. And I took that. It, I didn't. I really didn't even sleep through it though. Like I didn't know. Mm. Like it didn't knock me out. Like no. I was still tossing and turning. To- yeah. 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 I agree. I was the same. I think it did help me get sleep though. Like yeah, I did rest, sleep, I'd yeah. say, but I didn't go. Which you sleep. really need because you just don't know how long your labor is going to go. Yeah. For. Like in your situation, it was eight hours with Alakai. Yeah. Alakai eight. Mine, it was 12 with Harlow. Pages was like 24 hours nonstop. Yeah. Hard pass. She ended up getting the epidural at one point, but you know, that's when you need to take the sleep. Like you have to oh, take sleep because yes. you could be one of those people that has it for 24 hours. And she, by the end of it. It was like she was just like just laying there, just like I don't even know how to fight for this anymore. Yes, I like she ended up having the epidural and like just going to sleep, and they just woke her up when um they said that it was time to push. But yeah, like you could be one of those people that has a twenty four hour labor. So make sure you um, sleep. So just sleep whenever mm-hmm. they say, "Hey, maybe take this to get some sleep," or if try they and- say, "Go and try and have something to eat." Yeah. Eat. eat yes. Eat. If they oh. tell you to, because a lot of people they don't let you yeah. eat. In labor, when I think you're low risk and, like, they don't think you're going to need a C-section. Because that's why you can't eat, because the C-section. Right. Because of surgery. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if they do say that you can eat, eat. Eat. Gives you energy. Yes. And don't eat high sugar items. I I learned that with... I think I had, like, Macca's chips. (laughs) Which is what I did with Alakai. Yeah. I had... I think I had a hash brown. I was snacking Mm. on those... um, Juicy fruit Allens. I think they're Allens. Lollies. The juicy fruit ones. Oh my God. I ate like packets. I think I ate three packets of them. Yeah. Like I smashed them. But with obviously high sugar food, yeah. you feel the come down. So then yeah, you, you get like the peak and then yeah. yeah, you've got that come down. And then with Talus, I didn't do that. I ate proper food. I ate like a fruit salad um, and ate heaps of watermelon and stuff. Your labor was short with him, wasn't it? Yeah. Three hours? Yeah, went in at nine, had him at 11.40. Yeah, wow. So out of the two, so eight hours, both inductions, eight hours and... Completely different inductions, though. You didn't have to do the overnight, did you? No. Neither did I. Oh, sorry, no, I did do overnight. You did? Yes. Oh, okay. I, um, with Talus, I did do the overnight. I didn't do the balloon this time. They offered it and I said, hell no. You did the drip? Uh, What was it? Um, the... Oh, it's like a like, tampon. Yeah, it's like I a tampon with the. Um, yeah, and it has like a chemical on it. Yes. Yeah. But it's not as crampy, is it? Is uh, it, a it kind of just like you can't feel it. Is my thing. Like you couldn't feel it when I was laying down to sleep. No. It does yeah. bring on the contractions. Yeah. Um, and I thought I really did think that I was going to go into labor that night. 
Um, but then when I was speaking to a midwife, I was like, oh, I'm doing it. And she's like, nah. She's like, this mm. is, it's too regulated yeah. to be contractions. Um, you're talking through it way too easily, which yeah. I kind of knew. I kind of had in the back of my head, I was like, this is a lot easier than last time. Yeah. Next morning, they took that out, the tape. Oh, yes, yep. that is, yeah, yeah. They took it out and they were about to connect me to the syntocin. Yeah. And I said, can we hold off on it? I want to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. My doctor that I had the first time around, she was really into trying to bring it on naturally. Yeah. And my midwife supported that. So the second time I knew what I was asking for. Yeah. They yeah. offered me the balloon. I said, no, don't yeah. want it. I want yeah. the tape. Then they said, okay, we'll put the syntocin in. We're ready to go. And I was like, no, nah, give it an hour. Let me go for a walk. Let me have a banana. Let me yeah. see if I can bring it on myself. And then it didn't even, it wasn't even an hour. It was maybe 15 minutes. Mm. And I got my first contraction and I knew straight away. You instantly like, knew. I was like, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, just hearing you say that, it's so weird because we were all in each other's first labors. Yes. I don't know like much at all about your second because no. of it was COVID times. Yes. And we only could have our partners. Yeah. So like for the first one, I was there like from as soon as I could be. Yes. Through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the whole five days that I was in hospital, my whole family was there. Yeah. So then, like, to hear about Talis's, I like, there's little bits that I don't even know about because no. I'm like, I wasn't there. So you didn't get Syntocin no. the second time. You no. brought it on naturally. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So I didn't, I only used gas both times yeah, with same. the kids. Yeah. Um, and I only used that for pushing yeah. both times. I didn't use it. You didn't it. use it during contractions. The first Not time the f- you did, yeah, but with I, like at the last part of the contractions, like I didn't, I didn't have gas from the start. Yeah, I can't remember with Harlow how, like how soon. I think I went on it pretty quick. You were there. Yeah, I feel like, and you, you were like, oh, you could have waited oh, a little bit, like yes, yeah. you but did. I was just like, nah, just give it to me straight away. And in the downfall of that, watching you do it versus how long I waited to start the gas yeah you ran out of the relief from the gas a lot quicker yeah and ended up having to get more pain relief from the morphine morphine. yeah Yeah. i ended up having the shot whereas i didn't need that because i didn't do the gas as quickly yeah yeah so by the time i was using the gas it was giving me the relief yeah i think you'd already gone through that i did jump on it pretty quick because i had also seen you go through labor five weeks before yes so i'd kind of like material i was like you know i some parts i'm like yeah i can do this others i was like i know what's gonna happen like i may as well just do it now like i know i'm gonna get on the gas other than the gas, I didn't really have a plan. I was just going with the flow. But my labor was 12 hours as well. So I yeah. did like have a, a bit longer. Yes. And that was, yeah. So I went into the labor suite at nine yeah. and had her at 8.50 yeah, p.m. Wild. So like it was just such a drag. Yeah. Um. So I was exhausted. So yeah, I didn't end up having epidural, but I did have the morphine shot. Yeah. But then, so you had a long labor long-ish eight hours and then two hours and 40 minutes yeah how would you compare the two like what would you prefer like a slower build-up or get it over and done with honestly with talus i didn't even know it was that quick like i went in like obviously it's quick like i knew because when i had him and she said like oh you've done yeah i was like how long was that yeah i was like what's the time i was hungry for lunch that's (laughs) why i wanted to know what time it was yeah but I had really good labors. I can't yeah. complain. And I don't know if I would pick one over the other. 
I definitely don't think one was easier than the other or anything like that. But my labors, like I would do them a hundred times over. Yeah, Labor's I, definitely yeah. not something that I personally didn't enjoy. Like yeah. riding, it sounds crazy, but riding the wave of the contractions, the relief you feel when they disappear is like yeah. getting high. Yeah. Like it is so euphoric. Yeah. And I like yeah. I liked it. I quite enjoyed my labors as well. Like I honestly, I think we're both really lucky. We probably yes. had very similar labors. Yeah, we only had the gas. Yeah, uh, I mean, I did have the morphine, but yeah. So we only had the gas, and we both also had similar lengths. Because with SAS, yeah. mine was three hours. So at twelve o'clock, I was taking funny videos of Nida and I trying the gas for the first time. Yeah. of the day, um, and then I had her at three. Yeah. So that was only a three-hour labor. Which is quick. So quick. Yeah. But it was, yeah, he almost missed it. But <laughs> that, that's a story for another time. But, yeah, so, like, I also had, like, a longer one and a shorter one. Mm. I quite liked the shorter one, to be honest. I feel like it wasn't too intense, although I pushed her out in one push. And, you know, when, like, you're pushing, this is something that people don't talk about a lot, but when you're pushing and then you kind of get like a relief to like catch your breath. Yes. So like for the first time it was like push. I think Alakai was three pushes. No, because I thought you were pushing for like a while. Was I? I can't remember. I was pushing for half an hour with Harlow. I remember oh, that. I don't know the time, but I think it was three times that the doctor was like, all right, okay. breathe in, push. I wasn't there. Remember they wouldn't breathe. let me see you birth him? Birth Alakai. Remember, so I was allowed in for the whole labor, but when when you oh, were birthing him, yes, they said no, pregnant. because yes. I was so close to having my own baby, they didn't yep. want it to scare me. Yeah. So I wasn't allowed to watch you push. They didn't even want you in the labor. No, stop. no. They didn't think I pushed that it would for be that. good. Yeah. They th- and I can understand why. Oh, a hundred. If I had been in Paige's labor, I feel like you got lucky because yes. my labor was easy. Nothing crazy happened. There were no like scary traumatic moments. moments yeah. yeah. There were no points where I, where I gave up or I, I said it was too hard or anything yeah. like that. No, you, yeah. Because you I kind really of well. cruised through it. Yeah. I feel like you were very lucky. Yeah. Because if I had have been in Paige's labor mm-hmm. and then had to do labor myself five scary. weeks later, You wouldn't be able to. Mentally, Mentally. you would stick yourself. So, yeah, I think you have to have a certain mindset. Mm. It's a risk. I'm going to say it is a risk. I was really lucky, like you said. I also, I like to know what happens. So it didn't scare me. But in saying that, if something had gone wrong or there was an emergency, I think that would have been detrimental to my labor. I think I I was also super mindful of the fact that you were in there. Yeah, I do think that, like, you, well, I stayed in a mindset of, like, it's okay. It's fine. I Earth didn't it. know that. It's fine. Like, anything What, did you scary... feel, like, pressure? Like, to no, make it... No, not pressure. No, definitely not pressure. More of, like, a, I guess, an older sister vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's all right. I'm grounded. Yeah. Life's fine. Nothing can be too complicated. If they had have turned around and been like, all right, it's emergency C-section time... I definitely would have dulled it for you. Like, Mm. in my head, I might have been like, holy shit, this is crazy. This is wild. But out loud, towards you, I think I would have been like, it's good. He's got to come out either way. Like, I would have been more of that sort of person. You have always been like that, though. Yeah. Yeah. More grounded. So Because then I think... 
I definitely wouldn't have ruined your mental state going into labor. So I, was, but I, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that that was on your mind at the time. I thought, you know, you were but just doing But definitely not a pressure thing. Like mm. more of like a, I really want you to enjoy your labor. Don't watch what I'm going through and be scared. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I'm very lucky that you did it first and so close. Yes. Like being the eldest, you just were like, okay, I'm, I'm going to show you the ropes. Yeah. This is how it's done. I'm going to kill it. You did so well. And then, you know, five weeks later, I was like, I can do this. Yes. If Shay can do it, I can do it. And that was really good. But then on the flip side of Paige, she got to watch both of our labors yeah. firsthand be very smooth. And very easy. Very short. Yeah. I would love to like really have a conversation with her about how it felt in her labor when she's like, I have been going for an entire day. Mm. She will have a completely different view on pregnancy, labor, mm. first couple of weeks of having a baby. Yeah. To me, like I definitely had it extremely easy. And I know that even from talking to friends. But then your afterbirth like, wasn't easy. Oh, not with she would, no. no. So we were I both had, up. And... Yeah, you guys mm. got up straight away. So I, for the first six weeks, I could not walk. The stitches that I got, they gave me what is called a husband stitch, which is a stitch tighter than... A husband stitch. Uh, I know, right? What a... Anywho. Anywho. That's weird. It's a stitch tighter than what you need. So to Why? make your vagina tighter for your husband. Like back in the day. Oh. I don't know if that's like... Surely that's not why they do it now. But anywho, the doctor did that. Gave me a husband stitch. Which meant... That not only did he give me a stitch tighter, every time I walked, it pulled. Every time I sat down, it pulled. Every time I stood up, it pulled. It was horrific. Mm. Like, the pain, I couldn't, I could not. It was horrible. Mm. That was horrible. Not being able to walk. So for six weeks, I couldn't walk. I waddled everywhere. I waddled. <laughs> I my... was like, girl, come on. I know. Jamie's up walking again I... before I can even walk. I drove myself to oh. the hospital, Mm-mm. like to Harlow and Niku, six hours after I had her. If I lived in a house, I would have had a wheelchair. Like, I, I know. You were, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, you literally have not gotten off this. You had this one couch. Recliner. Recliner. <laughs> yes. And you just like... Would just sit there. Because I couldn't move. It was so painful. But then I think in my situation, I didn't really have a choice. Yes. With Harlow true. and Niku, I had to like go there every day. I had to like walk through yeah. corridors. and I wouldn't have been able to. I would have needed a wheelchair. Like I physically could not have walked. It was yeah. so painful. Yeah. I think it depends. Like, yes, painful. But I think for me, it was more of a mental thing. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. But... In saying that, though, like, there was a night on, like, the fifth night that I could not walk. Mm, Because you'd push yourself too far. I'd push myself too far that I just collapsed in Nidai's arms. And I was like, I can't move my body. Yeah. Um, And then I was in a wheelchair for a bit. But that was, like, a just overload of, like, I'd given birth. And within six hours, I was up and it had to be back to normal. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. No, there's so many sucked. different things. Mm. Everyone is so different. But then, so how was how was going to the toilet for you after? Like, were you scared? I was so scared. <laughs> I, I was, was so, so scared. scared. <laughs> I was like, I remember being at the hospital, like 
I was uh, hyperventilating. I know. I had to do it in like uh, the hospital where Harlow was staying. Yes. And I just had to go there. See, I wouldn't get discharged until I'd gone to the toilet because obviously I'd had stitches. So Yeah. And I was supposed to be like re... Admitted. Admitted into yeah. the hospital where Harlow was staying, but there was somehow a miscommunication. Um, and I had been discharged six hours after having her with no checkup, nothing. nothing. Wild. Like nothing at all. Like no one had checked me <laughs> after I'd had her. I just got discharged and then it got to the point where like mum had called them and been like, there's been no assessment on her at all. So I hadn't gone to the toilet. I don't even know oh. if I had done a wee. So when I had gone for like that first toilet, I was petrified. Mm. Thankfully, it was okay. How Super was yours? easy. The midwife that I had was amazing. She was so she good. She was like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And I had her, because my children are indigenous, I had her for six weeks after birth. So yeah. I honestly, like she was like, all right, Movicol, let's go yeah. in a couple of hours, Movicol again. And then it was like, it was fine. Yeah. So was, like that, what, like softens. Yes. So it's not yep. as painful. And then See, I didn't get any of that advice. She also said to me, like, do not even attempt to wipe down there. Like you go to the toilet, do whatever you got to do, jump in the shower. Yeah. Straight away. Don't even like you've got stitches. Don't yes. Do it. That is some good advice. Actually. Life saving. I remember. Yeah. Just hopping in the shower instead. Like initially, cause I had mm-hmm. stitches as well. If you do have stitches, letting the water rinse yeah. every wee you do like and we in the shower for literally the, the first, first wee yeah literally the first wee doing the shower because it does sting i did all and it of helps them. like i weed in the shower every time because of my stitches yeah. i couldn't uh, yeah that, that was... that's a really good piece of advice i think like going to yeah mm. number one's in the shower mm-hmm. um but yeah also Movicol, which yeah. I yeah I didn't know about, so and I just I kept had taking to... Movicol for the first week because she told me to. Yeah, and yeah, saved my life. Yeah, so like, how was post birth? You're all better. You're home. How was breastfeeding? Horrific. Fuck! It is so Horrific. much harder than you think. It comes naturally. Mm. Bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, that is not, it does not come naturally. It does not. It's awkward. I don't know anyone that it came naturally to. No. Like, you honestly think, like, me, I was like, oh, I'm so maternal. I'm just going to have this baby. I'm going to put it on and that's it. Oh, what a joke. It was out of everything (gasps) that I've been through, like, like, including pregnancy, labor, everything, I would say breastfeeding was the hardest. Oh, hands down, hands that down. That first 10 days is, that's, it's make or break. It has yeah. to be make or break. Like it gets to the point where you're count, like when you latch, you're counting, you're counting in your head. One, two, like you are in so much pain. Like I'm, I'm count. blubbering. Yeah. I like, was <sighs> blubbering. Breathing. It felt, oh, I could not talk. Yeah. Like I had with Alakai. I would hold Brad's hand and yeah. I would hold it yeah. so tight. Like even looking back on it, how painful it oh was. Oh my God. Yeah. And I would cry every time. Yeah. It was like cracked nipples, bleeding, mastitis. But I hate how they say, oh, if you get all this, it's because they're not latching properly. No. But then you would get an assessment and they'd yeah. be like, they look perfect. I went, I think I saw six people yeah. or seven people. Yeah. I saw so many different lactation yeah. consultants. 
between them and midwives and, and doctors. You know, they're latching well. His latch is perfect. I but, don't know why it's so painful. Well, oh, it is. Maybe it's us. Like, oh. Is it? No. I've uh, spoken no. to so many people. I don't... I can't say that I have met anyone where they have said that breastfeeding was literally a pop it on suck. KP didn't have much issues. Like she said she was pretty good. She hasn't yeah. yeah. But and yeah, I don't know. She she did alright. Yeah. But yeah, so for us it was that first oh. ten days. But once those ten days were over, it was fine. See I was I was up until six weeks. My, six weeks mine really? was the day before the six week sixth week where he finally latched and I was like okay this is it yeah but like when I say breastfeeding's bad I mean that like when he cried for a feed I would walk away oh. and cower like I couldn't <laughs> oh my Brad would God. have to talk talk like, to me and be like you need to yeah, feed like, him. like I know because you're just like I can't do, and I was like I can't yeah. do the pain no. I can't like I know I need to feed him but I can't physically and they cluster feed as well <sighs> so it's like every hour and you're yeah. like I can't do it I can't do it like I yeah. don't know what to do because I can't do it I it, it is a massive mental game that first oh, yeah. like that first yeah. yeah but you went on to breastfeed for almost two years yes. with Alakai yep and how was it the second time around with Talis? Was it just as bad? No. 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 I bought mm. everything under the sun. I went to the chemist and I was like, I need you, 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 you. <laughs> you just on the you, shelf, you, you. just yeah, like literally pulling everything, yeah. Pouring it into my trolley. And I used nothing. He latched on my, no, my boobs were like rock solid by that point. But like, you were still, were you still feeding Alakai when you were pregnant? No. No. So 18 months I gave up with Alakai. I didn't give up. I stopped offering. He stopped asking. It yeah. Was it was very natural. Yeah. yeah fine. Um, so no, 18 months. And then I fell pregnant with Talus. It must have been when Alakai was two. Okay, so still, yeah, not far off. Yeah. Because I stopped feeding Harlow when she was four months. Yes. Because I, I'm i not sure if I I just... I don't know if I gave... I probably did give up too easy, but I it was just an unknown to me. Mm. It was so unknown. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how it's supposed to feel. But now I fed Sass for 20 months. Mm. I know now. Yeah. Having two, I know, okay, this is a happy baby. Mm-hmm. I never questioned her. I feel like it's also your support network. Like, I had a really good midwife. So I had a Where lot of, Where you could just like, ask a million questions. Oh, yeah. A yeah. hundred questions. And by the time I got to Talus, it was normal because yeah. I had fed... I think a lot of people not give up. But they reach a point where they're like, the baby's too fussy. It's yeah. too hard. If you don't have someone do to ask yeah. those questions to, though. Yeah. I didn't. No. I didn't have a visit after. You know, like even when, if they're not indigenous, if you get discharged properly and everything, you have those regular the visits. two weeks, yeah. I didn't yeah. get any of that. So yeah. I... I didn't know anything. No. I felt like I was completely And you were very lost, lost in comparison to the amount of information that I had. I remember at mm. one point you had your midwife. Yeah. I think twice she came and saw you, you when I was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would come to my house and she would come and have your midwife appointment. And it was so nice being able to listen oh. to what she was saying to you. But also she was there for me, even though I wasn't a patient of hers. Yeah. It was so nice, like having that person. Yes. So... 
Yeah, you were really lucky. Oh, with, she was an angel. Yeah, with Alaska, it was better. Yeah. People came to my house and, yeah. and I asked those questions. Yeah. And I did go on to, yeah, feed her for 20 months, which was the complete opposite with Harlow. But yeah, it, everyone, it's so different for everyone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have her the second time around as yeah. my actual midwife because she wasn't working at the hospital anymore. However, she was a MAC nurse. So What's that? I maternity and children's oh, okay. something or other. And because Alakai was a child, she just enrolled him to have like a look at him and do all of his obs and stuff and then helped me with my pregnancy yeah. and then Talus went on to her yeah. as well. But she was godsend. Yeah. Like, you and just there were a need lot of it. questions, especially around um, me being like, oh, he's fussy. Like he's feeding all the time. Is he not full? And her just shutting it down. Yeah. Just being like, just because they're fussing doesn't mean that they're not full. If you give a baby a formula bottle, they're going to be a hell of a lot more full than breast milk. Because yeah. that's what it's designed to do. Yeah. Um, but how do you know? It's just, it's one of those things. But yeah. I think it's important to remember that fed is best. Fed is best. I've done both. Yeah. I've done fully formula, fully breastfed, and they are both healthy. They are both strong. Nothing is different. You wouldn't know. You yeah. wouldn't know. And I, I think mentally I did what I needed to do after everything I had gone through with Harlow after having her and all yeah. of the stuff like I had gone through. I did what I needed to do for my mental health. Yeah. And that was it. With Sass, it was a completely different story. It was smooth. I had nothing after her birth. I got to go home like eight hours later. She was perfectly healthy. Yeah. And we went into the breastfeeding journey. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you just, whatever, if you are questioning it, it's just, yeah. I know that that's hard to say though, because a lot of people will only share the positive sides of pregnancy and but labor. Why? And I don't know. I'm not like that. I couldn't care less. Like no. I will tell you everything. Like you ask yeah. me a question, I will give you the hundred percent hard truth. Yeah. And that's just who I am, though. Well, so. what's the point in sugarcoating it oh. and making it look perfect when, yeah, like, really, we need more people, like, shining lights on the things that actually are so important? Yeah. That's, you know, how we all do better. And how you learn. Because yeah. you don't get blindsided. No, and like, that's the thing. I, I feel, was blindsided. Yeah. I was blindsided on a lot of things as well. And I'm lucky that you went through everything five weeks before me. <laughs> because if you had an of and I was doing it for the first time alone, which you did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like it would have gone completely different. I would have felt like I did not know anything. Yeah. But anything I did need, I could just ask you. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. yep, that's normal. Whatever. And I think we sort of have that now, even with KP, with Paige. Like, we all are very much just ask around. Yeah. Like, ask in the group chat, see if anyone's been through it or done it before. Opinions, like, hey, guys, like, do you think, you know, I need to go to the doctor for this? Yeah. It's so nice having that little group of being like, yep, or no, mine had this. It was so fine. Like, this is what it was. We took him to the doctor, whatever. And we're all very different parents. Like, a lot of people will say that it's, like our support network is so good because we're all similar, but we are all so different. Mm. We all parent very differently. We all parent very differently. We also make decisions very differently. But I feel like there's no judgment. No, not at all. No. Like no one No one's perfect. And we sort of take each other on. Like in a sense of like, oh, Jamie would do this, Paige would do this, KP would do this. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit from everyone and do this. But yeah, and that's how I feel. Like I see certain things and I'm like, ooh, I really like the way that they're doing that. 
Mm. I'm going to try that for my family and see mm. if it works. But then, you know, if they're struggling with something, I'll give my two cents. Yeah. I There's nothing I love more than when we're all sitting in a room having a discussion and we're talking about things that we're struggling with. Mm. And we're like, this is what I do. Yeah. Like, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about, like, bedtime routine and stuff like that. Yeah. When my kids didn't have a routine whatsoever and then it got to the point that it was affecting a lot more than just restless nights. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice being like, guys, like, what do I do? Yes. Oh, 100%. And we all do things very different. Like, Paige is extremely routine. She thrives in organized routine. Yeah. I am a really loose routine. Yeah. Like, the routine's there. Yeah. But I am, like, organized chaos. Yeah. So, yes. my routine's there, but holy hell, if you can find it without my help, good work. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> so, Literally. that's... Whereas, you're super free range. Yeah. Like, your parenting style is just, like... And I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But that's mm. me. It is I need something. I'm going to say like it is, but since we moved here, yes. we have changed the way we do our bedtime. Mm-hmm. Like my kids never had a bedtime. They would just fall asleep on the couch whenever they did and whatever. They would wake up at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. whatever. But Wild. I know. Wild. Crazy. And that was until three months ago, but now they're in bed at seven they wake up at eight. And now are you like, how the hell did yeah. I live yeah. my life? Like you thrived in it though. Like mm. you definitely yeah. didn't. My head would have exploded. Like I am such a like headless chook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am like I could, if my kids were still awake at 10 o'clock, I would lose my marbles. I'd be losing my marbles all over yeah. the house and just screaming. Like I wouldn't be screaming. But I definitely would be like, Brad, help me. (laughs) Like, I could not. No, don't talk to me. This is my time. I have dealt with you for over 12 hours now. Yeah. Get out. I don't know. And you just just never got frustrated with them. Like, and you'd be watching TV and they're talking at you. How? You're trying to watch a show. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Didn't bother you. I don't know. I, I mean, no, until I think... It did. Now you know. Like, yeah. And now, and now you imagine? I, oh my God, now, if they, like, if one of them, like, has a nap really late or something, yeah. and they're up, I'm like, nah. I'm my like, night's like, ruined. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, there's nothing worse now than getting to 5 p.m. and one of them accidentally falling asleep. And I have waited all day. Uh, my I, I almost sleep, cry. So that's fine. Mine don't. Yeah. I don't know how yours last so long. But ne- like, but that was the sacrifice I gave up. Yes. So mine used to have two, three-hour naps. Even Harlow at four would have yep. two, two three-hour nap. Sorry, a two to three-hour nap. But I had to give that up to get them into bed at seven. Yes. So it was a sacrifice. It was either that. So now I don't get a break during the day. Yeah. So I am waiting and counting down <laughs> to 7 p.m. Yeah. So if it gets to 5 o'clock and one of them falls asleep, I'm like, don't even look in my direction. Yeah, I will throw you out the window. Yeah, I'm like, you okay, you're got... homeless. Yeah. Free, free to, <laughs> not, a, not even a good home. Anyone yeah. can take her. <laughs> I'm like, gone. I can't. I'm like, I have waited all day. Yeah. And now I know that they'll be up to 10.30. And that's when I'm like, 
like I'm restless. I'm like, don't get too close to me. Like I'm overstimulated. It's been too much. Like I'm like, not like I need to like take myself away and go and have like an hour shower because like I can't. I've waited all day. How do you stay in the shower that long? That's so boring. What do you do? Just <laughs> oh, I don't have that much to think about. No, I'm such a quick shower person. I don't know how people. I will like have one of those like full shave like hair wash showers oh, whenever I need so to. Draining. I I need a week to get myself prepared for one of them showers. Like I'm not washing my hair unless I've got three to five business days worth of warning. I actually what? haven't washed my hair in so long. Like Wait, I personally, what? I've just been going and getting it washed because oh, I can't. I can't. What you lazy thing? I no, I'm can't. kidding. Like it takes so long, and you got to stand in the shower and do nothing. Like you're doing nothing. You're standing there. I find there. it so relaxing. Oh no, I got better things to do. <laughs> Like, I don't know what, but there's something better to do than I would just stand ra- there with dribbling water on you. <laughs> I would rather that, though, than be, like, dealing with my kids at 9.30. No, I can hear my kids in there. They're not even oh. They're not even crying. And I'm standing under the water like, oh, my God, Talos is having a meltdown. I can hear him. I'm and like, not out. my problem. I hop out and I'm like, I'm like, what was wrong with Talos? He's like, nothing. Like, ghost, ghost <laughs> crying. Like, tell us it's fine, but I'm standing in the shower like, he's losing oh, his shit. Oh, my that God. That is something no one talks about. That's no. so funny. When you yeah. can hear them crying in the shower when they're not. Yeah. Alakai's born, I swear to God, I still hear him yelling out, Mum. And I was like, <laughs> he wasn't even here. I was like, Brad took him fishing today. And I swear to God, I you heard him say, Mum. That, it's so weird. It's just like Im- embedded in your brain. I think that you're just like, when you're away from them. Yeah. All you think about is them. How annoying. <laughs> they're just the be all and end all of your life now that yeah, you're Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Is there anything else that you can think of that, like, you wish you knew? I have so much, but it's not going to fit into one podcast. I feel like it's just having conversations. Things that I wish I knew that people sugarcoat things. Mm. Everything that someone says, take it with a grain of salt. Don't have expectations. That's a big one, especially on labor. Don't have a birth plan. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) because if you have this like crazy birth plan. It never goes to plan. No. And then you're defeated. You're deflated. You feel like you're a failure, like a failure. Yeah. Honestly, both times I didn't even go to birthing classes because I was like, my body will do what it wants to do. Yeah. Your body knows. I am going to make decisions in the moment. Mm -hmm. My partner knew that. And he was like, whatever you say in the moment, within reason. If it was like an hour in and I'm like, I'm going to get the epidural. He'd be like, do you want to just like, you know, try, like, just see how you go? Because I knew. I was so against it. So Brad knew. I wasn't against it, but I was like, I want it to be the last resort. If I'm like, if I'm begging, being like, get it to me right now. That's when you know, okay, she's serious. With Talos, I was like, begging oh, for an long, epidural. How long out? Like, I literally said to my midwife, I was like, do you reckon I should get the epidural? Like, I just like, <laughs> it's going to be a while. I may as well just get it over and done with so I can like chill. And she's like, you're nine centimeters dilated. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's probably why I'm asking for it. Because yeah. I'm just like, but yeah, it's like, it's so weird. Like, and you don't need expectations to put pressure oh, I need to do this at this point and this at this point And like, yeah, it's, I mean, unless you're the kind of person who thrives off that, but, but it's I think not going to work. It's so not going to work. It's nature. Let it do its course. Your body will do whatever it wants. And the baby's coming out one way or another. Like just 
when you're thinking about labor, like either you're going to push the kid out or the kid's getting cut out. Yeah. There's, like that's how it's going to end. Yeah. That, yeah. So they're your two options. Yeah. Roll with however you get there. Whatever is safest and best in the moment and yeah. best for you and bub. That's, it is what it is. And I can guarantee you, even if you have a whole birth plan planned out to the minute and they say it's an emergency C-section, you're not going to turn around and say, no, nope, keep the kid in. I'd rather follow my birth plan. No. So just roll with it. Yeah. Like, and I'm think, stressed. Yeah. I am someone who oh, likes to tick God. boxes and know what's coming. Yeah. But with labor, I wasn't. No. Neither. I, I yeah. remember getting, like, it was really frowned upon that I chose not to go to birth classes. Yeah. I remember having a lot of judgment from the midwives. Yes. But it was purely because I didn't want to put that pressure on myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. I didn't want... Mm-hmm. And especially, like, Nidai and I as well, like, being like, you need to be doing this at this time. Like, you, I was like, that's not who I am. No. I just need to let my body do whatever it does. I didn't just... learn anything at birthing classes. No. I went. Paige said it made it worse. She was like, it scared her. It didn't scare me, but I went and I was like, you're putting so much emphasis on a, like, a plan. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, of course bad things happen. Like, yeah. there's emergencies 100%, but in that but moment... But how are you stopping that? You're not no, going to. So there's no, no point in even And you've got the professional mind. help in that moment talking you through that every yeah. step of the way, that exact situation. Yes. So birth I don't... Birth is so generic. Like, the birth, birth classes... Yeah. yeah, the birth classes, they give you worst-case scenario. They, like, apparently, like... They obviously let you know what's... It's just super generic, yeah. Like, yeah. So they run through everything and what could happen, what might happen, but what you might do But then why do you want to be, like, fixated on what could happen? And what could happen, like, in one scenario, in your scenario, the doctor might go, no, we can't do that, like... We're going to go with this. And you've learned nothing about that other part. Exactly. So now you're stressed because you don't you're know like, anything. Yeah, I didn't learn about this. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I don't know how to do this. And then you start freaking out. Whereas yeah. like if you just, for me, everyone's different. But for me, I was just like, I'm going to take it as it comes. Yeah. 100%. But honestly, like from having this conversation, it's so clear that everyone is so different Every but it, birth is different. Every birth, every pregnancy, every every motherhood journey. Mm-hmm. I think it's just important to really be honest. And when people are asking you questions, don't sugarcoat it. Oh, be honest. Yeah. Give them the insight that they're looking for because they're clearly asking you for a reason. They don't want to be told that it was perfect, rainbows and butterflies. Because oh, you know yeah. what you're doing by doing that? You're just yeah. going, like, making them think, oh... You know, if they had it like that, what's wrong with me? Okay, 100%. This is goes across everything. Yeah. Everyone who says, oh, is your baby not sleeping through the night? Oh, you've had trouble breastfeeding. Oh, you put your baby on formula. Oh, you took um, pain relief in labor. Everything. Why? 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 Like, don't sugarcoat it. And also tell people the worst of it. I know that people are like, oh, we don't want to scare them. We don't. Oh, do it. Be realistic. Like, do it. Oh, you shit yourself in pregnancy? Oh, oh, haha. Yeah. Like, oh, you took an enema first, so you didn't shit yourself in pregnancy? <laughs> Perfect. Great. <laughs> like, it's so... People, yeah, they really just... I don't think that they dodge the truth or they lie. But I they want to make pick them... pick out the best parts. Yeah, they want to make themselves look better. But by doing that, you are 
making someone else feel like they aren't good enough. You pushed a kid you know? out of your vagina mm. or got it cut out of your stomach, Which whichever, like both, both of them yeah. are horrific yeah. and bloody and gross. Yeah. And if you don't think that, then that's odd and yeah. strange. <laughs> but it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's, yeah, I, I don't know what part of it's beautiful. Like yeah, sitting it's in that all a lot. pool of blood is not beautiful. Oh my God. You know, one thing actually that I have to say is after having kids, the smell of blood is such a trigger. Yeah. I can't, like it's, I didn't know it was this strong and like. It's, it, oh, because like, yeah. the like your whole room. And, like, the amount of blood, like, after your first, like, with your first shower and, like, after you've had a baby, there is so much blood, like, the smell. Every bit of blood, like, is so, it's too much now. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God, the smell of blood is, like, oh, that's something, yeah, that's something that is so so different. Like, we, if we talked about, we could talk about it. I know, it's already been an hour, so we probably should wrap it up. But we definitely need to do, like, another episode with like a part two yep. of things like that we've gone through between all of us. I feel us. like you're going to have to break it up into multiple parts. Because There's like so much you need sleep, to share. Eating. I know. We've only covered like the first part. We mm. haven't even gone really into like motherhood. Into yeah. But thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you being my first guest. This has actually been really fun. We've been talking for ages, but mm. um, you'll definitely have to jump back on. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm quite a boring person, but at least you are not. You, oh, this has been know. good. This has been good. I'll give you the truth. Like I'm yeah. definitely not a sugar coder. No, slash and I it's have a good. Real problem with <laughs> you. <laughs> I hate sugar. <laughs> you, oh, what oversharing? Yeah, oversharing, like just the blunt truth. Yeah. Okay. Whereas I'm a bit of a like razzle dazzle. Like I like to just no. add some sugar on there. No, a I'm, bit. I'm mean. No, you're not mean. <laughs> you're just like straight to the point. But this has been really fun. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you do have any questions that you want to ask myself or Shay, pop them in the question box below or send us a DM, email me, whatever, and we will answer them in our next podcast. So thank you so much. And I hope you all have a fantastic week. Goodbye for now. Bye.